0: Special guest today, joined by uh, a man of, of many talents and of many places. You can find him on your TV, uh, in your podcast. It's Rhett Lewis from NFL Network. Rhett, how are you doing today? What's
1: up, Mike? <laughs> uh, that was a very generous intro. Um, jack of many trades. I don't know if we would say master of any yet, but uh, <laughs> still working towards it. Thanks for having me on. Glad to be here.
0: Oh, perfect. Thanks for coming on. How's uh, how's the family doing through uh, through the pandemic? Because I know you got kids, so...
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we've got a um, an almost three-year-old boy uh, named Conway, and uh, as well. So we're, uh, you know, we're like most people, trying to keep the patience um, meter uh, as high as possible. Um, although most days it gets pretty low. Uh, I can imagine. But we're, we're we're doing we're doing our best, man, to keep everybody active and. Um, and, you know, we're, we're very fortunate. We're, we're still working and, um, you know, really, really lucky to, to be able to do that with so many of our fellow Americans not having the same luxuries. So, um, you know, hoping uh, we're in the mask every day, hoping we can get through this thing.
0: Yeah, man, especially, I mean, you're, you're out in California. Uh, so it's you guys are, are, are rowing back a bit. It's, it's a little safer up here in Canada. We haven't quite been anywhere near as bad. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Go- uh, yeah, exactly. And not to turn this into a political, but again, I just hope everyone's safe. Um, so why don't I get started with the first question? Um, sure. Obviously, uh, you have a, a, a long history with—I uh, almost said the University of Indiana, Indiana University. I didn't want—I didn't want <laughs> um, you know being a, a you know a grad and a former player there. You have a bit of insight, and uh, you and I talked about this when we met down in Mobile, um, you know, about how through my work with the Big Ten last year. I uh, got to see a lot more of the Hoosiers than I had in previous and got a little bit more notoriety uh, than in previous years. So uh, I don't right. know if you were able to, to talk to anyone involved with the program, but like, if you were, what was like the feeling of you know around those involved after the best season they've had in about two decades?
1: Well, you know, I the best thing about what's happening right now um, with Indiana football in general is we have the right person leading the program. We have um, a dynamic leader in Tom Allen, uh, who was our defensive coordinator for uh, before he became the interim head coach and then the full-time head coach. Um, And he has reinvigorated the recruiting base. And I think if you polled college football coaches and players, I mean, the number one indicator of success in a college football program is recruiting. And, uh, Tom has had, uh, had back to back two of the best, the two best recruiting classes in Indiana football history in 2017, 2018, or 2018, 2019, one of the two. But, um, and so we saw a big increase in talent. And, uh, and as such, he's got a great coaching staff. Um, and, you know, we, we, now we've got the talent. Now it's about develop, developing and continuing to develop the pipeline and, um, that's why the wins are coming, and you know we should have won that dang bowl game against Tennessee. That was heartbreaking. So yeah, I mean it's um that's that that's certainly another goal this year is you know we're back we're back in the bowl conversation, and depending on what happens with the pandemic, you know we got to go win one. So I think um, the the biggest thing is, you know, that that Tom has developed a program um, on. Print- um the the one guiding principle being each other, and and the players do that. They love each other. They love the program. They love the coaching staff, and they all buy in together. And that's really the only way you can move forward.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's funny you mentioned you know the bowl game because that leads right into my next question. Uh, you know, the Big Ten being one of the conferences that's uh, canceled their non conference slate. Um, right. With it being, I don't know whether it's going to be a condensed to like eight, you know eight or nine game season, or whether they're just going to play everyone in the conference. But depending on how that goes, how do you, from a totally biased perspective, and I and that's okay, uh, feel that that affects the team's bowl chances if bowl games even happen?
1: Yeah, look, I mean, uh, I don't think there's any secret that, um, you know, we have a non-conference schedule that we feel like is, is strong, but also provides us the opportunity to accomplish our goals. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think we are um, – you know, unique in that perspective. Uh, we've got some challenging games um, and we've got some games with some local ties and some regional ties. And um, I, I think that that's important. But, um, you know, we, Indiana as a program won't get to where we need to be until we can consistently win conference games like we started to last year. Um, so, you know, I, I view this as a challenge and as a, as a stepping stone, if, if that's the case, I don't you know, if we're just going to play the non-conference schedule and play nine games, then then so be it. You know, let's go, let's go win nine. You know, let's go beat all of the you know the Big Ten teams that that we need to be. We're in the toughest side of the conference. Got to play Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, and um, you know, and Penn State every year. That ain't easy, but no. you know, neither is. Where you want to be in uh, in college football as a power five program. So, you know, this is this is where we have to start making our hay is we have to start winning the games that people traditionally do not give us a chance in. And uh, we took some steps towards that getting close, but close ain't going to cut it. And it's you know, this is it's time to get over that hill and, and we're working towards that.
0: Absolutely. Uh, transitioning away from, uh, from Indiana specifically for a couple, yeah, for a couple of minutes. Um, you know, one of my favorite things to listen to every summer is your Manning, uh, Passing Academy podcast with DJ and Bucky. And unfortunately yeah. this year due to, uh, the pandemic it had to be canceled, but, um, you know, obviously working alongside Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks, what info have they mentioned to you in passing that an event like, uh, like the Passing Academy, uh, can bring to the prospects in terms of, uh, the, you know, like the top quarterbacks being mentors for the week for these high school kids.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, it's, um, it's a really valuable experience for me and I, uh, DJ was down there on staff one year as well. It's actually where we met, um, and figured out that we were both uh, repped by the same uh, agency and, uh, you know, eventually would come to work together. Um, and so, you know, he, it's evolved even more so since DJ stopped uh, going is, is they moved the dates of the camp and it's right around his son's birthday. He hadn't been able to go. So, um, but you know, it's become more even more of a showcase for these top college quarterbacks than it was before, um, you know, which is great. I think it's a great opportunity for them. There's a lot of, um, there are a lot of eyes and eyeballs uh, on these workouts that the guys do. And um, obviously, you know, the kids learn from that. Um, they learn the skills. They learn the fundamentals. They learn what it takes to get to that level by watching these kids, and then we learn more about the college quarterbacks from being around them all week uh, as fellow staff members. And you know, obviously, that's invaluable for me with my my draft work. Um, but you know, I, I think you learn a lot about how a guy interacts with other people. Um, I think you learn a lot about um, the mindset that uh these college quarterbacks have and how they approach an activity like this an opportunity to learn like this um and you know you also kind of see what kind of competitors they are you know because they're amongst you know 40 of the best quarterbacks in, in college football so you know how do they approach that like is it a is it really a competition for them on every rep i i tell a story all the time about peyton manning in this in the dead 100 degree heat of uh, Tibodeau, Louisiana, on a uh, Thursday afternoon when nobody's watching, is practicing and working out and doing his his drops and his rollouts. Uh, you know, like Von, uh, like the Millers chasing him every single mm. time. You know, and that's the way he approached it. Um, and so uh, you get to see. You know who has that kind of mindset, that kind of work ethic, and uh, um, for all those reasons, it's been a really valuable experience. Sad to miss the 25th anniversary this year, but we'll celebrate year number 25 next summer.
0: Yeah, obviously, and I, uh, when that happens, that uh, you know it's going to be one of the first things I listen to because I also love me some Preston Manister. <laughs> uh, oh, good. Yeah, yeah, I, I love, I love the, you know, the stories about you know them as, uh, as just solid dudes,
1: guys. It's a great family, first family of football.
0: First family of football indeed. Alright, uh, hang on. Let me just, uh, move my, lost my notes for a second. Uh, so again, another question with, uh, with Daniel and Bucky. Uh, they're predominantly football oriented guys. Uh, you know, in the brief interactions I had with them down in Mobile, uh, you know, so, you know, solid dudes. What's one thing about, you know, uh, them outside of football that they're following and may not know?
1: Oh, let's see here. Uh, DJ is a die hard Padres fan mm-hmm. um, and well I mean I guess if you listen to the podcast you probably know that <laughs> um, You also may not know just how bad the uh, dad jokes get with DJ. oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's really, really corny. And, you know, like, the best thing is that, like, I don't think he realizes just how corny they are. Um, so, you know, that's, that's definitely one thing that you could probably get a little bit of a hint of if you listen to the pod and, um, you know, you, you watch on YouTube. And then, um, you know, Bucky is, you know, I, I think uh, it may not be people that realize that Bucky was both a wide receiver and a defensive back in the nfl um you know a second round draft pick of the buffalo bills um and it really you know hung around the league for a number of years and towards the the end i mean it found a way to stay or, to stay by switching sides of the ball i mean he was that talented um in order to do that and then you know just seeing the way that he worked his way up the scouting ranks um was, was really impressive and uh you know he's he's coach bucky uh, now you know he's a high school football coach mm-hmm. out here in the greater Los Angeles area, and uh, can also play a pretty mean game of chess, from what I understand. Really? So, yeah, there's some uh, ah. there's some some knowledge for you. you.
0: You mentioned the dad jokes. I'm shocked uh, DJ didn't get in on this Beau Bichette, uh, uh trend of uh, of bad puns that was blew up last. Oh, day. is that right? From right here in Toronto. From right here in Toronto.
1: <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, he he usually doesn't miss any opportunity to. <laughs> uh, to get in on on something really cheesy like that. (laughs) Uh, All
0: right, Obviously, um, you know, you work in, you know, as an anchor on several programs for for NFL Network and including the the Move the Sticks podcast uh, with Bucky and DJ. A lot of people that are going to be watching this are, you know, kind of early 20s, late teens, looking to try to break into sports media. What's one piece of advice you could give to them? Uh,
1: I'll give you three. Um, Intern, intern intern. Um, and it seems simple and it seems, um, you know, rudimentary, but it is the number one indicator or number one, most valuable thing that I did in my entire career. Um, you know, like I tell people I loved Indiana university. I got a great education there. Um, I did not learn a ton about sports broadcasting there. Um, and that was not necessarily their fault. That was, you know, my football schedule limited the activities and the classes that I could take. Um, but I didn't know what a VO was. I didn't know what a SOT was by the time I graduated undergrad. Uh, luckily in grad school, I had to do an internship. Um, and I got fortunate enough to work with Anthony Calhoun at a local uh, station in Indianapolis and, um, literally taught me everything there was to know. Well, I should say that, um, but at least gave me the fundamentals and the, uh, the foundation of what I needed to know to succeed my first job. Um, uh, you know, taught me how to edit, taught me how to shoot, taught me how to do a stand up, taught me how to put together a package, um, you know, cut tapes and I, I am forever grateful. It was an invaluable, um, experience and, uh, those folks were really good to me and that's how I got my first job and that's how I, that's how I got going. So, um, intern, don't just, you know, intern to put it on your resume, but intern to get something out of it, you know? Um, it's like, uh, there's the difference between listening and active listening. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of times when you start off, you know, somewhere you want to have the, the mentality of eyes and ears open, mouth shut. Um, but don't let that, um, you know, hinder your ability to ask like, Hey, can I do this? Can I do this? Is there an opportunity for me to get on camera and, and really get the most out of your experience? So in turn, man, that's, so that's, that's the number one. Yeah, definitely definitely
0: uh invaluable experience that, that the yes. will definitely go a long way now my last question before I let you know get you out sure. of here uh back to you know IU um you got any record predictions and then one just for fun because he's got a big cult following at this site what Fillier, you think he can replicate last year
1: talking about the Bolitnikoff award winner this coming season what failure
0: hey there we go there okay. we go
1: the, the uh,
0: sizzling hot takes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Come on now. Um, uh, superstar Wop. He is, yes, uh, he's a, he's a hell of a player and, um, I'm really excited about, uh, what, you know, that we were able to get him back this year and get him rolling for this season. I certainly, I, I think it's hard for me to give like a, an actual win loss prediction just because I, I just don't know what the, mm-hmm. the status of the games are going to be. Um, I mean, I, I'm never going to predict us to lose a game. So
0: you're asking. <laughs> Very that
1: true. Sort of Very thing. true. Um, uh, but I will say that we will be in contention. Um, you know, whatever bowl games look like this year, Indiana football is going to be a part of one, and um, and we're going to we're going to continue to build off the success that we found last year. And that's that's probably the best that I can give to you. And I'm going to say that we are going to break through in one of those big four games that I'm talking about with you, Ohio State, Michigan, uh, Michigan State, and Penn State, and we're going to win half of those Whoa. four games this year. I like it. I Emily like it.
0: And, and again, you know, WAP, I think this year is poised for a really good season, uh, especially with Michael Penix being healthy, because I think kind of having to, you know, hop back and forth between him and Peyton Ramsey, who I think is still going to do good things at, at Northwestern. It can't exactly be worse than Northwestern was last year. Um, nope, I think no, no, they
1: can't.
0: Peyton's going to bring some stability to that. Um, well, anyways, thanks for joining me today, uh, yeah, Rhett. Um, hope to do this again sometime soon. And, uh, yeah, if people want to find you on Twitter, where can they find you? Uh, it's at
1: Rhett NFL. It's R-H-E-T-T NFL. So, All right. uh, yeah, man, uh, come hang out with us uh, on social media. Check us out on Total Access on NFL Network, seven o'clock Eastern time every weekday. And, uh, look forward to interacting with you guys again soon.
0: All right, man. Hope to see you dead in mobile.
1: All right, Mike. Take care, bud.
0: Take care.